0: Welcome to the Chasing Simple Podcast. This is episode 59, and I'm your host, Amanda Warfield. Have you ever thought to yourself that you needed a growth strategy, but you didn't know where to start? You want to see some traction and momentum in your business, but how do you even begin? Been there, felt that. And then from 2018 to 2019, I grew my revenue by 895%. From 2019 to 2020, I grew my revenue by 1,172%. And so far, in just three months of 2021, I've already almost hit that same revenue number from 2020, which is why this week I'm here to share five things that I've done to catapult my business growth and how you can get started doing them too. These five things are not obvious growth strategies, and I stumbled into each one of them, so I'm really excited to share them with you today. As I was doing them, I had no idea they would have such a serious impact on my business, and I'm really excited for you to be able to start implementing some of these and seeing that growth for yourself as well. So without further ado, let's just dive right on in. How do I run a successful business from my home? How can I possibly wear all of the hats? Am I the only one that struggles with staying organized? What am I supposed to do about work-life balance? How can I create a solid schedule and routine? How do I even stay productive? And the biggest question of all, how do I manage it all? And can I really create a business that I love? Without being chained to my laptop. Welcome to the Chasing Simple podcast, where hard conversations and actionable education meet simplicity. I'm your host, Amanda Warfield, time management coach, online educator, and crazy cat mama. My mission is to help overwhelmed biz owners get more done in less time so that they have more time and energy for what matters most. If you feel overwhelmed or occasionally lost in the roller coaster that is entrepreneurship, I want you to know that you aren't alone. Those things you're feeling, you aren't the first or the last to feel that way. The hard things you're going through, someone else has already been there too. Each week, I'll bring you transparent conversations, actionable steps, and a judgment-free community to encourage and equip you. So grab yourself a cup of coffee, or whatever your drink of choice is, and meet me here each week for love, support, practical tips, and advice on simplifying your biz. Let's do this entrepreneurship thing together, shall we? You've got content to create, not a lot of time. There's a grocery list to be made, a load of laundry to move through, emails to be answered, and you want to try and somehow squeeze in some time to work on that secret project. You know, the one that's going to really move the needle in your business. But you can't think of a single thing to say to your audience right now. So what's the move? Do you continue to stare at your screen, hoping and praying that some idea will magically come to you? Or do you go Google what's going on today? Maybe it's National Write-A-Thank-You-Card Day or something, and you could probably post about that, right? What if I told you that I had a better way, that I could help you stop wasting time not knowing what to post, and I could help you ensure that what you were posting would actually mean something for your audience, and not only for your social media, but for all of your content—blog posts, podcast episodes, YouTube videos, email newsletters, social media—I've got something for you that will cover it all for an entire year and you can grab it for yourself for just $37. It sounds too good to be true, I know, but it's not. I've carefully crafted an entire year of content props for the business owner that needs a little help but doesn't want to put fluff out to her audience. One of the biggest struggles I hear from my students is that they just don't know what to say sometimes. So I wanted to create an affordable way to nip that in the bud. If you want to keep the content flowing so that you can show up consistently for your audience in a business-building way, head on over to amandawarfield.com forward slash content prompts to grab my entire year of prompts for just $37. That's less than 12 cents a prompt to make sure that you're really pouring into your audience. So head on over and grab those prompts. And again, that link is amandawarfield.com forward slash content prompts and start simplifying your content creation today. The first thing that I have done to catapult my business growth is to get really clear on my time where my time is going, where I'm spending my time, and what I'm doing with my time. And for those of you that are thinking, okay, Amanda, that's great, but you work on your business full-time, and I'm a side hustler, I have a full-time job, and I work in my business. I want you to go back to episode 58, if you haven't already, to hear all about why you need less time than you think to work and why, even with less time, it's still really important to get clear on your time. So go back to episode 58 to check that out. But understanding where I'm spending my time and where my time is going has been very important for my business growth because it's forced me to get really specific and to focus on what I'm doing on any given day. If I know that it's thursday and that means i'm working on my projects well that i know that when i sit down to work that i'm working on my projects and that i'm going to move the needle in that way today i know that on fridays i'm working on education and bettering myself for my clients and for my business and that's how i'm going to move the needle that day but getting clear on when i'm working what i'm doing when i'm working and how much time i'm spending working has been very important to making sure that i have catapulted my business growth and getting clear on my time will come up again here later in just a little bit when i get to number four so keep that in mind the second thing that i've done is i've simplified my offerings before i pivoted into time management which if you've been around for a while you've heard me talk about this pivot a few times now but before i pivoted into teaching business owners about time management and using their time wisely and efficiently i talked about simple living and capsule wardrobes and things like that and at that time and sometimes i still fall into this trap so don't feel like i've passed this and i don't do this anymore but i am better about not acting on it when i when i think it now but I would fall into this trap of, okay, I want to launch this thing, but I need to have a pre-launch. So there's going to be a few weeks where I'm not really selling anything because I want to pour into my audience. So I'm not going to sell anything for a while. And then about halfway through that pre-launch, I'm thinking, I'm not making any money. This isn't working. I'm not seeing any results. So I need to make something really quick and put it up for sale. And I did that over and over and over again. The amount of products that I tore down and got rid of when I switched over to time management, I couldn't even tell you. And I knew this was a problem. I knew it was something I needed to stop doing, but I couldn't stop myself. So when I switched over to time management, that clean break helped me say, okay, I'm not going to create things just to create things. And I'm going to be really intentional about what my offerings are. And so the only thing I offered for months was one-to-one coaching, one-to-one strategy on time management. And then as I did number three, which I'll get to in a minute, I had more space to look back and realize what people actually wanted from me. And when I posted about batching my content on Instagram, I got a lot of response. And so I thought, well, let me try that again. And I continued to get more and more and more response every time I posted. And so I was like, you know what, I'm going to create a course on this. I'm getting a lot of engagement about it. This is something people clearly need and want to know more of. So I'm going to create a course. And so I did. And it's been amazing. And then when I created Content Batching Bootcamp, the very first one was a live round. And all of those students at the end of the live round said they wanted more of that ongoing live community. And so I created the Simplified and Balanced Sisterhood. But those those three main offerings that I have, all of those were created because it was something that people asked for. None of them were, I need to create something just to create something. So by simplifying what my offerings were and what I actually have, I'm able to, one, have less on my plate because I'm not having to constantly create new things and revamp things over and over and over again because I want to push it out there so I've got less on my plate but it also meant that because I have less on my plate I can deliver serious value to my students and my clients and I can really pour into those three main offerings that I have and if I was trying to constantly create new things and come up with new things to sell I wouldn't be able to do any of that And so I've been able to grow because I'm pouring back into the same offerings over and over and over again. The third thing I've done is batching my content. I'm sure you didn't see that one coming at all, right? But seriously, batching my content and spending one week on all of my content for the month and then having three weeks the rest of the month to work on other things, other activities that actually move the needle has been huge huge in allowing me to grow my business because before I didn't have time to do any needle moving tasks. I was only working on content and sometimes I would have a couple extra hours in the week to do something besides content. But every week, week after week after week, my biggest priority was content, but the content wasn't really allowing me to grow. It was just showing up for the audience I already had. I didn't have time to do other things. But batching my content and having three weeks every single month to move the needle and grow my business has been instrumental to catapulting myself. And the fourth thing I kind of alluded to earlier when I talked about getting really clear on my time, and that is pouring into myself and taking lots of time off. And I'm grouping them together, but they're kind of two different things. So the first thing is that when I work with my quarterly clients, who we work on planning out their years in business and their quarters and how they're going to ramp into pre-launch and things like that. The first thing we do when we start working together is to mark off time off before we decide anything else about how they're going to run their business throughout the year or when they're going to launch something. The first thing we do is decide times off. And every single client (laughs) is so nervous about this part. They don't like marking off a lot of time off in their business. But when you allow yourself time to step back and step away, you allow so much more room for growth because you're able to see things from a totally different point of view. When you're working in your business day after day after day, you only see it from what's right in front of you. But when you take a step back and you're able to go do other things, you can inspire it again. You feel creative. You can look at your business as a whole from a bird's eye view which allows you to come back with better ideas on how you can better your systems. Or maybe you do start to see a new offering that people have been asking for that you haven't been able to notice that they've been asking for it because, well, you've been so busy in the day-to-day. Or you've decided that you want to take something in a new direction. Whatever the case may be, the only way to really figure those things out is by taking time off and taking a step back. And the other thing is that I pour into myself daily. Every single morning, I start the day with my morning routine to fill myself up. And then after my morning routine, but before I start work, I spend an hour working on household management, whether that's cleaning, paying bills, filing things, shredding things creating the grocery list for this week, whatever the case may be, whatever's on my plate, I spend that hour each and every day taking care of that before I sit down to work. Why? Because I'm most productive in the morning and I learned really quickly that if I decided to do that after work, it wasn't gonna happen. And then things snowballed, I got stressed out. And when I show up to work stressed, you lose and I lose, but you guys lose. And that's not gonna create growth. I have to show up to my business refreshed, and feeling good, which means I have to pour into myself and I've got to take care of my responsibilities outside of the business. So showing up, taking that time to pour into myself and to remove that stress. And that's not to say you have to do your household management before you work in order to remove that stress. That's just what worked for me in my personal energy and time levels, just to be clear. But making sure that I'm doing those things and getting clear on when I'm doing those things and when I'm doing other things Made so much room, so much more room for me to be able to grow my business. And if you want to learn more about all of that, head on back to episode number 34 and you can hear a lot more about all of those things and taking time off and the importance of taking time off and how you can do it guilt free. And then number five, which is probably the number one thing I've done to catapult my business growth relationships, genuine relationships and I talk about this extensively in both episode number six and episode 31 if you want to go check those out for more but having genuine relationships with people because you want to get to know them because you admire them because you like what they do because you like them because you feel like you have things in common that's done more for my business than almost anything else because when you have an actual relationship with somebody They're going to think of you when new opportunities come around. And the same for you. When you provide an opportunity for someone, they're going to be appreciative of that. When someone approaches them with an opportunity and maybe they're not a good fit, they know they can, you know, push someone in your way. But that doesn't come from creating fake relationships. It only comes if the relationship is genuine and true. So I highly recommend that you start reaching out to people, even if it's just as simple as replying to their stories about their cat (laughs) or, um, replying to their stories about something that you feel like you have in common or something that you can talk to them about. And it's a slow thing. All relationship building is, but again, if you're doing it for the right reasons and to genuinely build relationships and connections, it won't matter how slow it is and it won't be scammy and cheesy, which again, I believe episode 31 talks about in detail, but relationships have done so much more having genuine relationships. So those are the five things that I have done to catapult my business growth. Let me just repeat those really, really quick. Getting clear on my time, simplifying my offerings, batching my content, pouring into myself and taking time off and building genuine relationships with other business owners that I admire. Now, your action step this week is to take just one of these five courses of actions and do the thing. Maybe you know that content is your biggest struggle. Go listen to episode 42. Maybe you know that you need more relationships. Start reaching out to people and actually responding and engaging on Instagram in genuine ways. Maybe you want to get clear on your time. Start tracking your time, but pick one of these. Don't worry about doing all of them. Pick one of them Do it, and then after you feel like you've gotten a good handle on it, you can choose another. No matter what growth strategy you're working on, you can only work on one at a time. So get clear and get focused and don't try and do them all, but pick one. And I would love it if you would head on over to Instagram and send me a DM and tell me which one of these you're going to do first. What is your growth strategy going to be? And this week's book recommendation is A Court of Thorns and Roses, which is a series. That's the first one, but it's a whole series by Sarah J. Mass. This is one of the best series I've ever read. I haven't finished the series, so I say that with some hesitation because there have been books whose final book has ruined the series for me, looking at you, Divergent, but for what I've read so far, it is right up there with Harry Potter and Gone with the Wind for me, which are the two books, series series that I reread every single summer. It's so good. So I will link to that in the show notes. Check it out. It's definitely fantasy genre, but not like a, like a Game of Thrones heavy intent. I mean, it's kind of heavy intense. Regardless, you should just check it out. I'm just going to leave it at that. All right, friends, (laughs) until next time, I hope that you go out and uncomplicate your life in biz. Thank you so much for joining me here today, friend. If you loved this episode, it would mean the world to me if you'd leave a rating and review. This is a great way to help spread the word about this podcast and help other wonderful women like yourself find it. You can find this episode's show notes as well as tons of other great resources over at amandawarfield.com. And if you aren't following me on Instagram yet, I'd love to connect with you over there. I'm at Mrs. Amanda Warfield. Shoot me a DM and tell me what you loved most about this episode. Thanks for being here, friend. I'll see you next time.